the wide, wide world of sports is going on here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That's your Tuesday on B and A. Appreciate you starting it with us, the show of the people. A lot of conversations going on. NBA historic uh, performances last night. How about Jimmy Butler, what a night in Miami. What a comeback. We'll get to that. Also, LeBron James did something he's never done before in a playoff game. That's a rare thing for a guy who's playing twenty years and going straight to the Hall of Fame. Also, uh, it's official. Thought he was now. Dennis Robin yesterday, huh? Yeah, man. Twenty rebounds. Uh, but we also we're talking about uh, Al Pacino's 83rd birthday. Before we get to our headlines, Buck, and let's play some audio here from Al Pacino and see if you can guess the role. You're a film critic. You've yes, seen a lot of I'm movies. I'm a critic. You're, you're, you, you've seen a lot of films. Let's yes, see. I have. Here's some audio from the, the great Al Pacino on his birthday and see if you can name the roles. Al Pacino. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. I know it was you, Fredo. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. You know something, people? You're going to be remembered the rest of your lives for the day you got held up and kidnapped. It's all a whim. Rob a bank. I had right? a plan. I had it planned. Hello, Sonny. You're on the air. We're entertainment, right? What do you What do you What do you got for us? Panica! Panica! My name is Arthur Kirkland, and I am the defense counsel. You are out of order. You're out of order. You're out of What's coming to me? Oh, well, what's coming to you, Tony? The world, Chico. And everything in it. Say hello to my little friend! What do you want? I want, I want a job. A job? Don't think I can't see women. Because I can't see women. Women are the essence of life. Hoo-ah! There you go. Don't oh. think I can't see women. So obviously you have uh, Godfather 1, 2, and 3 in there. Yes. Can you name? You heard Set of a Woman at the for End. Sure. Anything else up in there for you? I did not hear The Devil's Advocate, or did I? No, you didn't. You heard And Justice for All and then Scarface. Scarface. Little clips from each of those with the Al Pacino. Good stuff. Hoo-ah! Yeah, Devil's Advocate was scary and sexy at the same time. Ooh, scary and sexy at the same time. Is that your favorite kind of movie? Was that like an erotic thriller? I don't think I've ever seen Devil's Advocate all the way through. That's with Keanu Reeves and uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, she was a redhead in that. And I think that was like the devil's sister. It was weird. He's just such a good actor. I mean, you think about, I mean, his roles are similar, but he's, he's, I don't know, the characters are so well-defined and they're so memorable, which I think is what you're, you're, have you ever seen the movie, the uh, early 90s movie, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? He's unbelievable in that movie. I mean, it is that that is a tremendous. I mean, so many roles for Al Pacino over the, over the decades. Glenn Gary, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is such a unbelievable role for him. Uh, there's just, but again, it goes on and on. And the Al Pacino stole the show instead of a woman, and oh, he stole uh, it in Scarface. He uh, was just too much. Oh man! But the Godfather, when he when he becomes, oh, yeah. he goes from the military kid to avenging his father and his brother. I mean, that was unbelievable. Come uh, on, Fredo, and taking control of the family and cutting out all the all the head the heads of all the families, taking over Vegas. Good stuff. Hey, let's get to the headlines. Trending topics to start your Tuesday. Make sure you're fully in the know. 
UBL Business Services brings you to you. Starting the NBA, pair of playoff games last night, and a pair of tremendous performances. Jimmy Butler in Miami poured in 56 points to lead the Heat back from 12 down with six minutes to go, and they beat the Bucks 119-114. Uh, they put the Milwaukee Bucks on the verge of elimination now. The six-time All-Star Butler at night hit 19 of his 28 shots, added nine rebounds. Miami are now up three games to one. In L.A. late last night, LeBron James made the tying layup with .8 seconds to go in regulation. Then led the Lakers to the win in overtime, 117-111 over Memphis. He scored 22 points total, had 20 rebounds, his first 2020 game of his 20-year career. One other note from the NBA, word from Houston now that the Rockets are hiring. Former Boston coach Ime Udoka, 45-year-old, replaces Stephen Silas, who was fired earlier this month. College football, former Texas wide receiver Brennan Thompson announced yesterday that he is committing to Oklahoma, the 5'10", 170-pound speedster. From Spearman, Texas, will have three years of eligibility remaining. He was ranked as the third best available player in the portal by on three sports. Major League Baseball last night, Houston Astros became the latest team to get rocked by the record-setting Rays in Tampa. They jumped all over Houston starter Jose Arquiti, tagged him for two in the first, four more in the third, and rolled to an 8-3 to win. How about the Rays? 14 straight wins at home to start the season. That ties a modern-era record. They've won 20 of their first 23 games to start. 2023. Frustrating loss for the Rangers in the Queen City, Cincinnati. The Reds scored a pair in the 8th and another in the ninth to snatch a 7-6 victory. To open up that series, Round Rock had the night off. Express always have Monday off. The Express have uh, won 13 of their first 20 games to start the year. They're going to open a six-game homestand at Dell Diamond tonight, hosting Albuquerque at 7:05. And in the NFL, it's finally done. Month of speculation and negotiations. Green Bay Packers have traded quarterback Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. Teams will swap first-round picks on Thursday night. Jets will also send second-round and sixth-round picks in this weekend's draft to Green Bay and a conditional 2024 second-rounder that could become a one. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. says uh, can't leave out Carlito's Wave. But... Yeah, Carlito's Wave is good. Carlitos away. Dick Tracy, Heat, so many. Um, Anytime he's with De Niro, that's special. says, come on, you guys are a sports show. How about any given Sunday? I didn't buy him as a football coach. That's no, the problem. No, no, no. That's my kind of thing with that movie. I didn't buy him. I didn't Mm-mm. buy uh, – who was, the, the, who was the, the, the lady who was the owner? Oh. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not a big fan of that movie either. I didn't buy her as the owner. I didn't buy that was a him as the coach. Enough. Yeah. I – you know, yes, it's a sports movie. Who is he supposed to be, Hank Schramm or somebody? He didn't get a leather it. jacket. Didn't, it didn't work. Well, I did see Dion this weekend wearing that uh, cowboy hat and his cool coat. Yeah, so How's far, so far that ain't working. With prime time, guys yeah. are leaving. The guys are out of there. You, th- you think guys play had to play in the snow and the cold in that spring game, or like, oh, didn't didn't realize how cold it was going to be when I transferred here from California or Florida, or Texas, wherever they came from. It was snowing. Yeah, I don't. I look. I can't pretend to know all the reasons. Let's dive into that coach's corner. Brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations because Deion Sanders is certainly a a big piece of it. Let's dive in. Audiovisual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Cameron Diaz was the owner. Thank you for that. Okay, I didn't buy it. So much I couldn't even remember who played the role. Just didn't buy it. But yeah, I, I'm just thinking that whole thing with Dion, you know. And 18 players in the portal on as Monday. of yesterday. Yeah, on Two days Monday, after the spring game. Got out of there. I mean, as I said, when you come in and your first thing is telling guys you're going to be in that portal, get ready to be in that portal, I mean, I like to be challenged. I just don't like to be threatened like that. That's more of a threat than it was a challenge. And those players, and I know all the hardcore guys would be like, well, they need to suck it up and get tougher. At, there's... There's a there's a reading of the room. Your team is one and eleven. You need to be trying to build them up 
first as the head coach, and then you can start breaking them down. But to break them down when they've already been broken is they're not they're not going in that other direction. And those kids were were on their way out. When you start telling them how you're going to change, I mean, you can t- you can change the culture, but you got to build them up a little bit, e before you break them down. And I think Dion came in breaking them down. And they said, "Okay, coach." Well, so that's I just don't know enough about. I mean, is he telling these guys to get out? I mean, he basically told them in the first press when he first yeah. met with them, "Hey, get out of here." They put it all on tape to put it out there that, that we have spots available. And they said, and these are guys who are starting on well, a one and eleven team. Well, but that's it. Is he is he working for the long haul here? I know that. Um, yeah, it, it can only go. It, I mean, it can get better, but dude, you got to feel the team when you're 31. I mean, it's like Texas A&M. You start losing 26, 27 players, 31 players, 18 in a day. Yeah, I mean, there's something going on, and that's what I don't know the answer. I haven't heard from Dion, and he's got to have to answer some questions about what's going on. But at the same time, you know, I heard on, on Saturday Colonel Craig Flowers on the high ground, he was telling a story in addition to having the really fun Austin Derby, which was cool, that Nunley won. Uh, he was telling a story of a, of a player he, play, he worked with at the Aired Out Camp who played for him at Jackson State and said it, the experience was unbelievable. He was completely connected to everybody in the locker room. Uh, it was a it was a once in a lifetime experience working with Dion. I mean, and and the way Colonel explained it from the players' perspective, he you know the show he puts on for the media and for for the cameras is not what you get behind the scenes. Well, I'm pretty sure he's about coaching once he gets behind yeah, the scenes. So, again, but 18 players in the portal in one day is is a problem. I but mean, can the show be about you? I mean, doesn't well, it have yeah. to, doesn't it have to be about the team too? Feel, yes, without a doubt. I uh, I mean that's that that, that that's an issue. Um, and is Dion making it too much about him? Is it a different role in Colorado, or is he trying to run them all off and start from scratch? Well, I mean, well, he's doing a good job of running them off. There's no doubt about it, because they're going. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's going to be one of the, the top storylines in college football. But they, I mean, you can expect them not to be very good. I mean, that's oh. pretty obvious. Uh, they're playing in the Pac-12, where it's not a great conference right now. Washington, USC are going to be the top two teams. Uh, Utah will be good again because they always are with Coach Whittingham. Oh my! That's I think they're on that schedule too. Talking about a physical group that will go in and and knock them all over the place. Cam Rising coming back. Ooh, man! Well, again, we need I, to know that Colorado schedule. If you are a, a they a got Nebraska. Gambler, like, oh my goodness! That that might be the the toilet bowl of all toilet bowls. Nebraska and Colorado. Yeah, like you year. said, they, and he said yesterday, open up with TCU. If TCU wants to win a game, there it is in the opener. Yeah, that's the first game of the year. For the TCU Horn Frogs, who are also replacing a lot. Look, we talked about it yesterday in this spot. So, you know, Sonny Dykes came in and had a, had a really talented team. Didn't run a lot. Actually, added to it, and then went out and played for the national title. But that's a different locker room. Obviously, Dion has a plan. I don't. That's the one thing I would say about Dion. I don't think he he's going in there without is a plan. He shocked that eighteen guys enter the portal. I think there's probably a couple of those guys he was surprised by. But I, I just don't know what the conversations have been uh, with Dion with these. Well, players. I watched the spring game. They're not very good. Right. So, I mean, they weren't very good before, but they're well, not that, very good now. And they were one and eleven a year ago. I mean, yeah. that's so. I, again, I don't. Uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, we've gotten pretty good here in, the, in Austin, Texas, of, of watching new coaches come in. It's sure. happened quite a bit. Uh, and look, Tom Herman came in kind of in the same way. He was, you know, the first meeting with his players when he got here was you just got a lot of good coaches fired. You know, pretty much called them a bunch of bums. And, yeah, and here's some here's some burnt toast for you, right? And you and you and it, you know, I, I guess it started to turn and go go upwards with the Georgia win and the Sugar Bowl, but then it, it collapsed. And I don't think it was built on a solid foundation. It does feel like Steve Sarkeesian is building, but look, look, the first year was tough. I mean, Sark didn't say it openly, but he didn't like the team very much. He didn't like a lot of the players. You know, we had to run those guys off, and they went five and seven, and it was the worst year in 
you know, 50 years in the program. Um, so sometimes before you can move forward, you got to you got to clean house and prove yeah, the tree I mean, back. It's, but it's just you have to treat people a certain way, or they're not they're gonna they're not jumping to your coaching. Agreed. Just, and and that, well, that's that, what I'm saying. The that first was, meeting just didn't sound very good. I know he wanted to be flamboyant and he wanted to tell it like it is. Well, to those young guys, when he told it like it like it was, he it just. There, there's or, just a building again, process. I, I have to read some more on this. I just the number's huge. It's kind of most, but is he telling them to go? Because he wants to get in the portal and replace them. I mean, those are the things we don't know. I I got to judge it when it gets to the to the start of the season. But you're right. All I'm saying is at Jackson State, he was a beloved coach, and the locker room loved him. It's part of the reason he got the job. Uh, he also had an inter- remember when some, when Sonny Dykes got the job at TCU. Deion Sanders had an interview with TCU, and by all accounts, it went really well. And he was one of the contenders for that that position. So I, I'm assuming Dion and his staff. I mean, Tim Brewster's there. I mean, he's got good coaches on that staff. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's he's going in without a plan. Uh, but at the same time, I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong, and he's just he's not handling this properly and running off good players. I don't know. I don't know the full story there in Colorado. We'll have to dig in. But you're right. You have to treat people right. You have to earn their respect before they're going to respect you. That's for sure. Or does Dion look at these guys and say they're not going to cut it? We need to. This cut bait now. Let them go play somewhere else, and we'll try to. Yeah, replace and it's going to take you a couple years to sure to grow what you want. That's right. The, ty- the type of player you want, the guy who can you can talk to in a certain way uh, that that's built the way. Like Sark is saying this year, this is built in the image of what I think yeah, my team like should my look team. like. It looks like my team, and it took five and seven, and took eight and five. Sure did. Uh, and but the eight and five year came with you know three close losses at the end. That you see, even in in a five loss year, you saw signs that okay, it's turning. And now, can this be the year that it that it just takes off for, for Sark? And at least he's sounding like it will. Yeah, I mean, prime time's probably a three year rebuild at Colorado, at least. I mean, that, oh, that, there's no doubt. And then, so I wouldn't expect that. But that's what they hired, right? They hired him. When you hire someone, you're one and eleven. You're starting over. And if, if you're if you're Dion and you're looking at it, it's okay to compete in the Pac-12. These guys aren't good enough. The portal is available to me, so we can. A lot of you guys can go on. We're going to replace you through the portal. Uh, it's it, it's a fascinating story. It's one of the top stories in college football. Yeah, I mean, can I can I work with you and and get you a little bit better in your sophomore or junior year, or is this just a lost cause? I, it just seemed to me that he thought they were a lost cause when he walked in because they were one and eleven. You just you're not going to cut it with my. This is not the way I want it. Well, you can't have it always the way you want it. You have to build it, you know, and you got to build it with some right words, some some challenging stuff, but you can't threaten them. You got to. You know, you can challenge people, but you can't threaten people. They're just going to look at you and go, okay. And then when you tell them to go jump into something, guess what they do? Well, and maybe, like I said, it was cold. Dude, there was was snowing at their spring game. That didn't even look warm. He could have been out there with that cowboy hat all he wanted to and look good, Dion. But I know those ears were cold. It looked cold. This guy, he ran people off at Jackson State, too, when okay. he got there. Yeah, and that's the thing. This is how do you know the 18-1 day wasn't a problem. Maybe they were bad attitudes, and he wanted them. That's, again, I'm I'm speaking from a real ignorant spot here. I just don't I, – I saw the story, but there's no – or any of the stories I've read of why they're leaving uh, and what the reasons are. I need to hear from Dion on that. But, yeah, they're not going to be a very good team this year. I would expect Colorado, it's a rebuild. Uh, they'll be lousy, and uh, TCU will get a – I mean, they probably got some – I mean, they got some pretty good athletes, but, you know – you can't you can't win with six one, 170, 180 well, pounders that, that, all over the place. You got to have offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Well, that's the other part. You saw the spring game. Oh, they look like little. They like little kids. And, I mean, you saw it, Ty. You saw what they look like. Yeah, a bunch of the Xavier worthy arms going on out. Well, there. and even on the offensive, on the offensive, offensive lines, defensive they were small. Lines, yeah. And again, maybe that's part of it that he realized. I mean, remember, go back to Sark when he got here and said, "Man, how, how many wide receivers do we have, and how many offensive linemen do we have?" If there was ever, that's a, not good. We we have too many receivers. 
they're not very fast either, and we've got too few offensive linemen. we got to fix that roster. If there was ever a conference that you didn't need superb, you know, O and D line play, it's the Pac-12. So, I mean, but you I, also need them two twenty-five playing guard, and I mean, they they just are a little. I mean, they'll probably still group. they'll probably get some guys back in the portal. Obviously, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I'm assuming that's what. Dion's but there'll probably thinking, always be some more people leaving too. Yeah. So, well, and and good players leaving. So yeah, there's there's going to be yeah, a guy who had a great spring game for them. The next day, said I'm gone. I just don't think I know enough yet from all of it of why uh, to be adamant, do. I'm be just, adamant about either way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean you, but you can take an overview of what you see. Sure. But uh, that's why I brought up what happened at Jackson State. You know, he ran a lot of guys off, and by the you know couple years in, everybody loved him. And he had won that locker room. So at least I have that to go on, that he, he, he has a plan. Uh, but, yes, has it already gone awry at Colorado? Or is Dion okay letting some 1-11 players hit the portal and try somewhere else, and we'll try to replace them with guys? Because there's a ton of dudes in the portal and a ton of players. Well, and i got to believe down at Texas A&M, the guys that hit the portal there are some pretty good players. And that, well, that's an incident. That's an instance with Jimbo Fisher that you, I can be adamant. He, he lost that locker room. He lost the, the trust of that team. And did he ever have it? Becomes a question. I mean, he's that's year what six for him. I mean, this is he's, yeah. You've been around. He's a while. just walking in yeah. and trying to clean the locker room out in in Colorado. But Jimbo's been there. He those are all players he recruited. Those are all players he brought in. So, you know, that's a problem down there. And I think even the, the most ardent Aggie fans would be concerned that okay, we're, what are we doing here? So just just a quick stat on the Deion Sanders stuff. So sixty three of their eighty three scholarship players from last year are gone. Yeah, it's well, hard to fill a, fill a team for the upcoming year. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll do some research, but I'd like to see how many of those 18 guys were on the team last year. You know, I, right. I, I, probably most of them. Yeah, well, and that's uh, that's a rebuild, <laughs> no doubt about it. We'll come back. We'll take your thoughts. There's our Coach's Corner brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Also, we'll play some of the highlights from our conversations yesterday. We'll talk some more college football this morning coming out of the spring. We talked with uh, – our insiders in Lubbock and uh, Norman, Oklahoma, and Waco, Texas. So we'll get some thoughts from those guys, let you hear them where, where they are. And, of course, Texas feeling pretty good about coming out of spring. There are question marks at quarterback in Waco. And is there a, really a quarterback controversy in Norman, Oklahoma? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll dive back into that coming up. Plus, hot or not for the end of the hour. It's a busy uh, busy Tuesday. Let's get back into this uh, Jimmy Butler performance last night in the NBA. One for the ages on South Beach. It's beating on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Tuesday on the Horn, b with you. Just trying to figure it all out. Deion Sanders, 18 players in the portal of Colorado. Aaron Rodgers trade official now. Jets own the rights to the future Hall of Fame quarterback, four-time MVP. Does that make them a real contender in the AFC East and in the AFC in general? That's been a topic this morning. Makes them good for the year, but they will be in limbo again next year when he's talking about retirement. Because he's New York. No. He loves New York no, after and uh, this, the Big Apple. If they're Going not, if they're not in the Super Bowl, that dude will be – it'll be up for grabs again. Well, I think it's worth making a run because um, he's still an elite thrower of the football. they got good players, and they needed a quarterback. And to give up what they're giving up, they swapped draft spots, 13 to 15, and uh, give up a second this year, second next year. That could be a first if things go well. And then, you know, if Aaron Rodgers plays great and you get what you're looking for – you know, I, I see this as different. Are they good enough if he just plays good, not great? If he's not a uh, well, I think Jets fans would tell you if you watched him last year. Yes, if he's above average, because Zach Wilson was awful. Hey, Zach Wilson said if if the Jets signed a veteran QB, he was going to make their life hell. No, because he's he's coming his, for that job. Where's his mom now? Remember Zach Wilson? The only thing he's popular for is that 
you know, be, being with his mom's best friend or whatever and, and, that whole story and was. And his ex-girlfriend dating his, his <laughs> best friend. friend. Something crazy out of, out of BYU there. But, yes, I mean, look, it, that's but that's the debate, right? I mean, when I, when you say, are they a threat, the AFC is so good, I don't know what that means. I mean, it's just you got ten great quarterbacks playing in that, that division, in that conference now. Uh, and the difference between being really good and out of the playoffs is minimal in my mind. But, yes, you got to stay healthy. But I think it's worth that if you're the New York Jets – and you've been bad for this long, and you got a young coach who's trying to, who seems like he's, and a young general manager who's come in, Joe Douglas, and you feel like you built a really good roster around, and, and all you're lacking is the quarterback. And yes, as an organization, you've missed on Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson, you know, in the last half decade or decade. That that hurts. Well, then you make a move like this. Sure. And you bring in Aaron Rodgers. You know, we'll all, guess what? Plan on seeing them in primetime and on. Uh, Oh, Elevated oh, wow. games oh, a sure. lot next year in New York with Aaron Rodgers and the storyline, uh, but I think it's a risk that's that's worth it for them. Look, just just like I think if the Houston Texans, my favorite team, if they don't if they have soured on C.J. Stroud for the reasons we've talked about, they don't think Will Levis is the, is is worthy of the two pick, then they should turn and turn their attention to Lamar Jackson. I think, but you know that's my opinion. I think it would be worth the risk to go after a 26 year old. Quarterback whose you know best year still may be ahead of him, but that's that's my thought. I mean, you got to get a quarterback at some point, and I think for the Jets, uh, fan guarantee you their fans are just elated with this move. And the Packers now have to deal with life without Aaron Rodgers. And how good is Jordan Love? That's true. I mean, it certainly worked when they traded Brett Favre to the New York Football Jets back in the day. Um, the parallels obvious there, but you know how good is Jordan Love? We're going to find out because we talked about it off the top of the show. If you start ranking quarterbacks. The AFC has eight or nine or ten of the best ten. And then the NFC, it's Jalen Hurts. Then who? And how quick did they get on top of that deal with him? Well, and they, they believed in it when no one else did. The doubters were everywhere for Jalen Hurts when he was drafted in the second round. Remember, when he was there, when he was drafted, everybody thought that was to help out Carson Wentz, who was mm-hmm. the starter. We're going to use Jalen in the goal line areas, red zone player, uh, good good backup. And he obviously took the reins, won that team, and took him to the Super Bowl last year. Now he's got the big contract. But, you know, is it fair? He's the best quarterback in the NFC right now because your other choices, Matthew Stafford would be the next guy, Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Geno Smith. I mean, it's, it's a wide-open conference. And for Matt Stafford, the, even if he's healthy, what is their team like? What is their offensive, well, that's a, what's they, their offensive team like? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Cooper Cup, still there. Uh, but, yes, issues. He's issues. coming off of what? Uh, shoulder neck thing, but uh, remember last year he was. And Cooper on a, Cup's coming off a, a torn. What did he do? Was that? I think they kind of shut him down. Same. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like the Rams and, and the car in the Arizona Cardinals in that division. I mean, the Rams won their Super Bowl and they're now they're paying for it, right? They went all in, went for it, and now they're they're having to deal with that. And you can do that for about three or four years or five years, and get away with it. If you're going if you're going to the Super Bowl every five years. Your fan base going to be pretty happy, aren't they? Yeah. Well, in L.A. too, when you've... you've Will the uh, Cowboys fans be happy? With, with a trip to the Super Bowl? How about the trip to the <laughs> NFC Championship game? Let's start with getting out of the division around in Dallas. But that, that would be the story for the Cowboys. I mean, with, if Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the conference, Dak Prescott, right there, Dak Prescott's got, got more proven seasons at this point than Jalen Hurts does. Um, but at the same time... You know, Jalen Hurts got his team to the Super Bowl. Dak has not gotten his team out of the divisional round. So those are the conversations we're having in the National Football League. AFC is loaded. NFC is wide open. And uh will be interesting. Yeah, I'm, and that's why for New England, I mean, Robert Kraft, that guy is – I mean, how, I don't know how much longer people think that that dude is going to take it with Bill Belichick. And, and as good as Bill Belichick 
he's not. It's not going to be one of those things where he gets to, to leave on his own terms if he doesn't win here so, shortly. Well, I mean, Robert I mean, Kraft's used to getting massages and having some fun now at Super Bowls. He's well, not. This, he, had, he had the greatest twenty-year run that owners ever had. Um, and with Brady and Belichick, but how patient will he be with Belichick at this point? Bill yeah. O'Brien is back to run the offense. You know, that's, you know, the, 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 yes, Mac Jones is the fourth quarterback in that kind of that division. There's no doubt about it, right? Josh Allen, Tua when he's healthy, and now Aaron Rodgers, you're fourth. Absolutely. Even with a good pass rush and a defense. Oh, yeah. oh and, no, even and, with that defense, real you're, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, I don't, I, I, that's what, it's kind of unfair to the whole AFC. The AFC is, you know, really difficult right now. Uh, and the Lamar Jackson situation has not yet resolved itself. So, you know, in the AFC North, you're looking at Joe Burrow as king of the castle with Cincinnati. Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. Um, and for you know, a while Deshaun there, you thought, and... you thought the Lamar Jackson deal to to New England was for real. I just think I, I, logic tells me somebody's going to jump in after this draft. I've said it all the month of April that no one wants to give up this year's draft capital to deal with Lamar Jackson. They want to add players, especially if they have mm-hmm. a higher pick, like the Patriots are drafting in the top 15. Um, so, you know, they'd like to, 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 to fill a hole. But then, you know. I guess I'm going to stick by where I said it from the very beginning when this all started. He's going to be right back where he was. Well, I just don't think he wants to be there. And that becomes a problem. And can they talk him back? You know, does adding Odell Beckham Jr.? I didn't do anything for me. Right. Sorry, he told Odell, don't, don't, don't think that I'm coming back because you're there. I have to He's think there's a team know. that's going to make a play for him after this draft. And, you know, with the, with the, the I guess, the slide of C.J. Stroud and then the projects that are seen with Will Levis. Because, look, I guess the Colts could take Will Levis or the Texans could take Will Levis Thursday night and build around him. But either one of those teams would be silly if they don't get the quarterback to While they can, yes, I would agree. get in on the Lamar Jackson thing and, and talk about next year's draft capital. Uh, and then New England, yeah, New England, absolutely. The Washington Commanders. When the the, own, the the sale is finalized, I mean, you can trade for Lamar Jackson all the way into the summertime. He's a franchise tag player. Um, you know, you can make a deal for him, and you know, it doesn't. There's no there's no timeline on that, and it, you know, it looks like they're headed for a holdout, and him him not signing that franchise tender, and you know, playing hardball. But you know that that storyline is is out there. But again, it's about can you get the quarterback you so want? So I agree with you on that Jalen Hurts deal. If you're if you're Lamar, you're just saying I want that deal that he just got. I don't need a guarantee. I don't well, yeah, need all logical, this crazy money. Logic would tell you if you're Lamar Jackson, you go back to Baltimore if you want to be there and say, look, let's talk about the Jalen Hurts deal. I'll take that. Let's go. That's a lot of money. I'll take $1 more. Yeah, that's fine. And the Braves would say, okay, more. we'll do that. Uh, but, you know, will that happen? It just seems like it's too too far gone. But those are the, the storylines of the days of our quarterbacks' lives, and they'll come. Uh, there'll be new ones coming up on Thursday night because I, I think there's a sense in Houston that the Texans are going to try to roll the dice and take – Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson at two, and then see if they can come back up maybe with the draft capital they have and get get Will Levis. But you you know it's a risk because there's Indianapolis sitting there two picks later. Um, you may have to come back up to three if you're the Texans. Do you have the ammo to go? You know, take who you want, or do you yeah. just take the quarterback at two? Well, I mean, and then you know, you got take, all this stuff out on the eighteen percenter there. No eighteen on the uh, S two test. Yeah, I mean that's. Look, there's mock drafts for C.J. Stroud sliding because every team is going to consider that now. It's not just Houston. Houston is the team that everybody thought was going to take C.J. Stroud, so that's been the narrative. But every team who now has was on the clock when C. Look, we've seen quarterbacks slide through the draft many, many times. Right? This is for not sure. who who were presumptive high picks. Brady Quinn did it uh, when he came out of Aaron Notre Rogers, Dame. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. was supposed to be the number one pick and went all the way down to the 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 twenties uh, with the Green Bay Packers. A lot of teams passed on him, and look, they paid for it. 
in the Brady Quinn situation, then no one paid for it because he wasn't a very good player. Uh, Aaron Rodgers turned into a Hall of Famer, so everybody that passed on him regretted it um, you know, every year. In this case, C.J. Stroud can prove the doubters wrong, but I do think there's a chance C.J. Stroud slides uh, in this draft based on that cognitive score because I do think it's, it's a pretty big red flag for a player at that position. But we'll all find out Thursday night. It's going to be it's as it's as interesting and uh, uncertain a Where's draft. Where's Seattle drafting this deal? Five, because five and twenty, five and twenty. Yep. Uh, that I mean, look, they're interesting because there are people that think, well, if we're Seattle, we love Geno Smith. We loved him for all pro for a year. But or is... man, could we take this Anthony Richardson guy and just you know have our project and take our time with him and let him become what he can be? Or if you're, we just talked about the Rams and the Cardinals not really competing in that division right now. Your main adversary are San Francisco, and they don't know what their quarterback situation is. And you're, you're right about the Rams; they got eventually. Well, no, but let me get finish going, the same. Right? Seahawks. If you're Pete Carroll, yeah, you're thinking we could take a project at quarterback, or we could take two of the top twenty players at five and twenty and go for this thing. Like behind Geno Smith, you know, we we had a great. I mean, the Seahawks had a great draft last year. I mean, a great draft, right? They they drafted the kid out of UTSA yep. at corner who became a Pro Bowler. Um, you know, they hit. They got about you know the offensive line picks they made hit. They've got to rebuild their defense. But at five, you could take a Jalen Carter, uh, you know, the best defensive tackle in this draft and one of the best to come into the league in a while, despite the flags. Uh, at twenty, you're looking at another piece. So yeah, well, why would we worry about project quarterback when we can win this division? You know, everyone's looking at the NFC like I am. It's the wide open. I mean, Philadelphia is the best team. You know, Dallas is two. San Francisco's right there. But if you're Seattle, you're thinking, let's go for this thing. We, because of the Russell Wilson trade, we have you know two picks in the top twenty, and we got an All Pro quarterback, and we got Geno Smith, who we like a lot, and won us a lot of football games last year. Let's go. Uh, that's that's kind of my thought with the Seahawks. Take two best players and. And give Pete Carroll another chance to make another run uh, in the NFC because that division, which just only a couple of years ago was jam packed with who's the Rams. their running back? Are they in play with anybody with Bijan? No, no, they're every running back they have always ends up getting hurt. Well, they took they took Kenneth Walker uh, out of Michigan State last year. And he, he got great. hurt. And, well, he was great. Uh, yeah, he, he did looked, get hurt though. He did, he did get hurt. They get hurt there, and there's something in that that deal in Seattle. It's on that turf or something where they oh. get banged up. But he's a good player. Uh, he's a real good player. Yeah, they're not uh, looking for a running back. He, he, he was part he of that great fabulous. draft hall last year. So, again, I th- can't remember. You know you know me, I'm a draft nerd. I, I mean, I, I can't remember a top ten that is this uncertain, which means if the top ten is that uncertain, the middle ten is that uncertain, mm-hmm. the bottom ten, no one knows. No one is sure because <laughs> well, every board's different. Everybody's got their own tiers. Everybody ranks players differently. Everybody has different needs. So it's one of those – gosh, we, we had the quote from the Peter King article yesterday that was – a, a, a general manager who had a pick in the top 10 last year, who also has a tick in the top 10 this year, said last year they felt 75-80% certain of who they were going to take. This year, they have no idea. They have no idea who's going to be there. They don't have any idea how this is going to play out. Uh, so, you know, that this, this draft's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, Bryce Young's going one. You know, he's going to drop into that NFC with the Carolina Panthers. Beyond that, who the heck knows? But Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. Lamar Jackson still pending. And uh, did you hear yesterday? John Lynch said that uh, Trey Lance is he planned there? He's going to be a 49er. They're yeah, not he's not messing him. around with him. Because nobody him. wants him. Well, yeah, it's then, more of that. Yeah, well, Houston might. Houston might if the things on Thursday night don't go well for them, because uh, you know they need a QB. What, what about a blockbuster draft night trade? Lamar Jackson to San Francisco for two first round picks and Trey Lance. I, I listen. Nothing's going to shock me Thursday night. I, there's going to be some big trades. I think Derrick Henry gets traded on draft night. Well, I Maybe another star wide receiver. To your well, remember you can't Cowboys. trade remember, Cowboys or Eagles. I mean, remember they can't trade uh, Lamar Jackson. He has to sign with somebody. 
Remember, he's he hadn't signed his contract yet. True. So at this point, they're not they don't have the ability to trade him. Uh, if he if he, I if, guess they wouldn't even need to trade. I mean, they'd have to trade the two first round yeah. picks, but you wouldn't have to trade Trey Lance hypothetically. Correct. Well, I mean, the the Seahawks or the the Forty Nineers could trade Trey Lance. The Baltimore Ravens until Lamar Jackson signs his tender. I know that's they, what I'm saying. They, they can't trade him. I'm just yeah, but I'm saying they could sign Lamar Jackson and not even just worry about the two first round picks for the qualifying. Yeah, offer. they could they could come up with a deal with the with the, with Lamar agreeing to a deal with somebody after the draft or during the draft, and then you know the picks would be for next year if you get it out of the first round. All right, so there's the quarterback days of our lives in the NFL. I think your thoughts on it. Also coming up, it's hot or not. Hey NASA, you know NASA does a lot of good things. They have they have determined through their science because they're very good in science and space. Obviously, NASA has determined what the perfect. Because we're getting very big in space. Thank you. That they have determined what the perfect length of a nap is. Perfect length of a nap. I'll get you that next. And Tile have hot or not things we've missed halfway through this show. What's hot? And what's not? What's Hot, What's Not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Visit us at TXOrtho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot or not on a uh, not-so-hot-weather-wise Tuesday. going to be rainy all day today, looks like. Heavier in the afternoon than even this morning, but overcast and not a lot of sunshine. Uh, how about hot Jimmy Butler? 56 points. I just mentioned that the Miami Heat, we're down twelve. We're down twelve points with six minutes to play, and they went on a thirty to thirteen run and closed out the Bucks behind Jimmy Butler. That is hot. Also, how about LeBron James? You realize he, you know, he put a, a tying layup in the bucket at .8 seconds to go, under a second to go to put the Lakers into overtime, and then they beat the Grizzlies in OT to go up three one in that series. LeBron in his career now in a playoff game. Game tying or winning field goal attempts in the final one second of a playoff game. He's now seven for twelve, almost sixty percent for LeBron, who's been accused of not being clutch mm. at times. And for some, uh, I saw the Nick Wright with this tweet. For some context, Kobe, Steph, Durant, Kawhi, Harden, Westbrook, Dirk, Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan, Jokic—all the names he went down the list—they're combined six for fifty on the same shot. Playoff game, one second or less. LeBron has made seven of twelve, so that's pretty cool. On the hot side. On the not hot side, Buck, how about Kawhi Leonard? So his uh, his coach, Tyron Lewis, having to defend him, saying, no, he's actually hurt. Like, he really Wait, is this hurt. isn't load management during the playoffs? No, he's got a sprained knee. Okay. But at the same time, his sister has been given a life sentence in prison Murderer. without the possibility of parole for killing an elderly woman. Kamisha Williams, the uh, Clippers superstar's sister, Convicted of first-degree murder, robbery of an elderly, and, and abuse in February. She received her sentence last Friday. His sister's going to going to jail for the rest of her life. Um, yeah, Lebr- Kawhi's got some things on his mind. Yeah, he does. And but load hurt. management is not one. He's he's really, hurt. his knee's hurt. So you like taking naps, Ty? You, you a nap guy in the afternoon? I've been. Uh, my doctor advised me that naps are not healthy at all. Well, um, so I've I've made why it. Why did he say that? It just it just screws up your cycle, especially for me. You know, I oh, you're cycling now, are you? That's I I, <laughs> I I can understand. I get I get done with here, and if I fall asleep, I fall asleep for like three or five hours. The way so. you eat, I can understand you cycling. I heard you said you ate a full deep dish pizza by yourself last night. Yeah, fourteen inches. Oh damn! With, Where was it from? Conan's. Man, Money. that thing is. How are you thick. feeling, dude? And six wings too. 
Oh, oh, you just God. threw it out of some six wings. They gave you a little something, something on top. No, I, you know, I always, I always, I'm a big. I can't. I, if I'm ordering food, I can't just order one thing. I always. If we ordered, if I ordered that pizza, I'd be, I'd be eating it for four days. No, yeah, it was, pizza two at a time. Man, that is amazing, Ty. You are a machine, my friend. We maybe instead of professional gambling, we should get you into professional competitive eating. I mean, you maybe Joey, maybe Joey Chesswood or whatever his <laughs> name, Chess Nuts. Thursday at Pluckers, I might have to do the. Do the hot wing challenge. Oh, I've that'll be that. at the research location? I haven't done that in a few years. Get after it. Oh, you've done it already? I've done it a few times. <laughs> it used to be a lot Anything harder. Anything to get food into me. Ty's the best, man. Uh, I will be at the Oak Hill location. Ty will be at the research location. Um, this says, your doctor is wrong. <laughs> this says, by the way, the perfect length of a nap is what your body dictates. Be it five minutes or five mm-hmm. hours, your body will wake when it's ready. Well, NASA disagrees. NASA using their time to research something that's very important like naps. Because they're out there in space a lot, just chilling. So NASA decided, and they, you know, their astronauts take naps, right, when they're at the space station and living up there and, you know, whatever, uh, circling the the globe um, in outer space. Well, they found the perfect length for a nap, NASA, is 26 minutes. 26 minutes, they say. And here's why. At 26 minutes, you're only going to the first two stages of sleep. You're not entering the others, and certainly you're not getting to REM sleep, uh, which if you sleep for longer than 26 and you fall into the next two stages, you'll wake up feeling groggy, maybe even worse than when you were more tired than you were when you took the nap. So they say the perfect length tie is 26 minutes. Yeah, that's never going to happen for me. But see, that's the thing I would think about. Because once he goes, he's gone. You know me, I would try it. I would, I would go after it. But how do you... Start the clock when you fall asleep. Exactly. How do I actually do that? I have to have somebody wake me I'm up. I'm sure. But... I'm sure. Like if you have like an Apple Watch or something, they should have the technology to Ooh. for it to tell when you fall asleep. I do have one and wake you up. Just told me to stand up. I've been sitting here for too long. Yeah, I think I do that. It says uh, when you nap for 26 minutes, you'll be 54 percent more alert, 34 percent better at whatever you do next, whatever your task is. According my, to NASA, my pro tip is sleep with the lights on if you're trying to take a nap, or do or sleep in a chair or couch. It's easier to get up. Four different people said Ty took 14 inches last night. So you, yep, <laughs> that's it. Yes, he did. Pizza. 14 pizza. inch pizza across. Ty, what do you have for us? Um, I had a I had a hard time finding anything sports related, but uh do you know the rapper designer? He nope. came out with that uh you know that panda. Is that panda. with a Z? Panda. Panda. You remember that song from a few years back? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> he was arrested um oh boy. on a on a Flight uh, for exposing himself, uh, and he was—I mean, it seems like he was having a little too much fun with himself in, in this plane. Oh, uh, but no. he was only caught. It was about sixty to ninety minutes into the flight uh, because a jar of Vaseline <laughs> rolled into the aisle, and he got up to. This is designer. Yes, he was the master of his domain in the airport. Real in the plane. Yeah, in a yeah, just like a Southwest flight. Um, big old jar of Vaseline rolled out into the aisle. Dude, come on, really? What a loser. Was made aware of the situation. Control yourself. By the way, yesterday in Hot At least wait till you get to the Uber. (laughs) People are sick. Hey, listen, uh, yesterday you reminded us or let us know that Charles Barkley has a new show coming with Gail King. And then yesterday, Don Lemon and Tuckle Carson both got fired. Wackadoo. Is that the new primetime slot for Gail and Charles? Oh, no. Both got blindsided. CNN and Fox dropping the hammer. You got him, Terry Tate, office linebacker. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe Charles Barkley coming to the rescue with Gail King on CNN. Uh, I plan to not watch that, but we'll see. Charles is 
pretty interesting sometimes. Funny. Hey, we'll come back. We'll pick up the headlines, including those great performances in the NBA last night. Uh, get some some uh, Longhorn football conversation in relation to the Big 12. We'll play some of the highlights of our conversations coming out of spring practice yesterday. Got a lot to do. Craig Way has his report. Gossip and Blitz next hour. So go nowhere. Just lock it in all day. Um, whether you're on the Horn app, on your smart speaker, and always at hornfm.com. Thank you.